Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. We hope you enjoy this sermon from a recent Sunday worship service. Good morning, friends. I'm so happy to be here. This is my first time in your sanctuary, and it is one of the most beautiful places I've been in our UU world. Um, I'm sure it's extra beautiful when it's actually sunny outside. Um, and. Uh, and I also have to say I appreciate the high podium, even though it was a little bit of a hassle for Vicky earlier. Um, I also want to say that the, the music this morning has been absolutely incredible. Um, and the, the way Laura and the ensemble have filled this space with love and joy and hope has been quite amazing. People resist in many ways, author Tessa Allen reminded us in the story this morning. Sometimes people resist with their voices. They might resist with words or songs or art or meetings. I heard some of us laughing at meetings. I think we know something about that. We also know that people resist with their bodies. They take up space, they reclaim their time, they persist. They shall not be moved. When I think of resistance, these are the things I usually imagine. Public acts of protest, of organizing, disrupting, and creating networks of resilience and opposition to injustice out there as it show, shows up in our world. It might look like mass marches opposing state-sanctioned state violence or demanding equal rights and access for all. It might sound like testimony defending and calling for school curricula that teach a more complete account of the history of this country, rather than a propagandistic narrative that celebrates the triumph of white Christian European men and some women. It might feel like putting our bodies and resources and comfort on the line to accompany and collaborate with people and communities directly suffering the harm of oppression and who are fighting for their lives and freedoms. It might feel like fighting for our own lives and our own freedoms. So yes, often resistance is an act of pushing back of exerting a counterforce, of making demands, of finding and deploying our power. But we also know that the same systems and structures that enact injustice in the world are at work in our own lives, within our own bodies, in our relationships with ourselves and those closest to us, as well as those we might characterize as the other, those who we might define as different than us, or even as threatening to us. I invite you to think about the way systems of oppression are at work in your innermost lives. The ways that racism, classism, ableism, sexism, genderism, capitalism, and countless other isms have worked their way into how you encounter and make sense of the world. The way they influence the assumptions you make about other people or even, or especially, the negative self-talk these op oppressive systems ask you to turn against yourself. These deeply personal and internal impacts of oppressive systems will not be disrupted by external work. 
marching or organizing or demonstrating or protesting are necessary and they are essential, but they cannot liberate us from the impacts of internalized racism or any other internalized system of oppression. That work has to begin within. And this morning, I want to suggest that while this inner work is an act of resistance, at its core, it's ultimately an act of refusal. If an act of resistance communicates, I oppose you, an act of refusal communicates, your power has no authority over me. Now, the title of the sermon is On Resistance and Letting Go, and I don't mean letting go as in, let it roll off of you, or don't let it get you down. What I mean by letting go is something more like refusal. What I mean by letting go is recognizing the way systems of oppression are at work within us, recognizing the lies they tell us that if we conform to their demands, we will be accepted or comfortable or safe or valued. It means recognizing this lie and refusing to accept its offer. It means letting go of the false sense of comfort and belonging we might get if we just go along and instead refuse to play along. As Bell Hooks reminds us, dominator culture has tried to keep us all afraid, to make us choose safety instead of risk, sameness instead of diversity. Moving through that fear, finding out what connects us, reveling in our differences, this is the process that brings us closer, that gives us a world of shared values, of meaningful community. Bill Hooks had such an amazing way with words. Now, moving through our fear and finding what connects us and reveling in our differences begins with an act of refusal, of letting go of the safety in sameness. This kind of letting go allows us to live into our truth, our identity, not in opposition to the demands of unjust systems, but in celebration and declaration of the inherent worth and dignity, the original blessedness and freedom we are all born into. It is the refusal to participate in the systems of injustice and instead to embrace the power and the work of love. My friends, we UUs are talking a lot about love these days. I believe love is an active force in our lives, that it is always present, forever embracing us individually and collectively. But here's the challenge. Love cannot move mountains on its own. It cannot confront evil, pay reparations, heal or transcend boundaries, or set us free by itself. It does not have the power to do these things unless we accept its invitation, unless we embrace the love that embraces us, unless we make love real. This is because love is not a thing. It cannot be bought or sold. It is an impulse, an invitation, a radical way of being and relating to ourselves and the world around us. 
It is a desire to know and be known, to accompany and be accompanied, to shelter and be sheltered, to feed and be fed, to be needed and to be fulfilled, to feel a deep connection and solidarity with others and to know our own inherent worth. You see, love described this way is an outward force and an inward force. It is an invitation to be in deep relationship with others, and it is an invitation to acknowledge and accept and experience our own sacred worthiness. It's not one or the other, it's both. Now, it's been my experience that it can be easier to open myself up to the love that calls me to know, accompany, and care for others that calls me to act for justice out there. It can be easier for me to open myself up to that kind of love than it can be to open myself up to receive love, to accept my own worthiness, to allow myself to be known, accompanied, sheltered, or fulfilled. I wonder if anyone can relate to that difference. My friends, when we side with an all-embracing love, we are not just acting out our desires to transform the world. We are opening ourselves up to transformation. We are conspiring to create a world free of structural oppression in which everyone, everyone, even our innermost selves, can be free from violence, from exploitation, from shame, and from the endless list of shoulds and if-onlys that construct barriers around our own sense of inherent worth and blessedness. So yes, resistance is often an act of pushing back, of exerting a counterforce, of making demands, of finding and deploying our power, and resistance can be an act of letting go of refusing to allow the power of unjust systems claim any authority over our innermost selves. My friends, let us be about this work. And as we go about this work, I want to offer you a blessing adapted from Rabbi Danya Ruttenberg. May you grow into your greatest, bravest, most loving self. May you remain confident and unafraid of the great, exquisite, bright light within you that is straining to get out. May you trust that light and may you connect with the still small voice within that whispers to you about what you need and who you can be. May you follow the light and the voice wherever it may take you even to places you hadn't guessed, hadn't imagined, that haven't been part of the plan. May you remain always curious, open and eager to grow. May you journey through your life with wonder, radical amazement, and gratitude. May you stay kind and gentle. May you regard others with compassion, generosity, and love. May you seek always to be of service, to offer of yourself to those that need help, that need you. 
May you act out bravely against injustice, and may you refuse to participate in it. May you make of your life a blessing. May your thoughts, actions, and very being be an offering to the transcendent, to the great stream of life, to the Holy One. Amen, and may it be so. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. To listen to more sermon podcasts, go to uucf.org slash worship hyphen services and scroll down to sermon podcasts.